Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Inside Strategic Coach with Dan Sullivan. Dan, I just had an aha moment listening to you talk about taking 100% responsibility for yourself. And I had a new revelation from what you said about what that actually means. So can you share what you just shared with me about choosing to respond? Yeah, I think taking agency simply means that at any given time, in any circumstance or in any situation, that you're consciously choosing how you're going to respond to what's happening, you're responding to your experience. Okay. And it's not like a big deal. It's just that you're choosing at any given time to be in control of your responses. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not in control of the situation. We're not in control of circumstances. We're not in control of situations. But we can choose to be in control of our response to any kind of circumstance or situation. And that's what it means to take 100% responsibility. And the thing is, you get better at this. You get better at this. And one of the ways you get better at this is you are less foolish about the circumstances and situations that you get yourself into. That's, I'm laughing because that's so true. You can describe my maturing process through my life about the messes I did not get myself into the older I got. You know, I was much more strategic about the circumstances that I chose. That's very true. Dan, let's dive into choosing because I think for some people, their reactions are so instantaneous. They have no space between stimulus response. It's just there. So that's what I'm going to call reaction versus that, you know, thoughtful can be a split second sometimes, but ability to respond, which is responsibility if we break it down. Mm -hmm. But how have you grown that in yourself? What helped you kind of be more conscious or capable in that? I don't think I'm unique in this way, but I've had painful experiences where I think I failed to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you tell the truth about this, in Strategic Coach, we have an experience transformer thinking process that when something that you're not happy with, you're not happy, one, that you were in that situation, and not only that, but you said, and in the situation, you're not happy with how you performed, okay? And a lot of people want to get past that experience because it's a negative experience. I said, I think failure experiences are the most valuable experiences that you have in your life. And I said, first of all, it takes quite a bit of courage to even confront them, you know, to go back. But it's even a little bit more challenging in the way that we approach it in the experience transfer. We would say, so, you know, depending on whether you're doing the long form, we have a long form, we have a short form. But I'll just talk about the principle of the exercise. You spend the first period of time, five minutes, writing down everything that was good about what was a painful failure. and I have to tell you, you really have to broaden your mind because what painful failure does is it narrows down your world just to that experience. You know, with some people, it's so bad it becomes a lasting trauma and they can't think about it. But if you train yourself to clearly value painful failure and you get used to actually finding good in painful failures, then my feeling is your chances of being traumatized by a future experience goes down because you have a present capability of dealing with almost anything that's negative. I mean, if you do 10 failures 
and you're able to extract value from 10 failures in such a way that you realize it was a very valuable experience and you're going to be better prepared for the future. One is the moment you make that transformation in the thinking process and this, you know, start to finish in our experience transformer experience might be 20 minutes, 25 minutes to do it. At the end of it, you say, well, that wasn't a failure. It was a painful experience at the time. I realized I wasn't prepared. I realized that mainly I got caught by surprise because I really wasn't prepared to go into the experience. And the other thing is I gave myself over to the bad things that were happening and I didn't remind myself that I could respond in a different way. But in the future, if I'm ever in a similar situation like this, first of all, I'm going to see it coming days before. And if I, at all, I'm going to avoid it. But if I'm in it, I'm going to perform in this way. That past failure just became a future win. Yeah. And reframing it, Dan, as you know, going from a failure to simply a painful experience is profound. That's an amazing transformation, first of all, that you can now learn from. So it's not denying that it wasn't fun to go through, but it also means, as you said, you can learn for the future. It also, when you get good at this, does retrain your nervous system. So you're much more resilient as a human being to life experiences if you can start to look for the good, which is pretty funny because I've been doing this forever with you. which is one of the benefits of my life. And, you know, there's so many circumstances that other people find much more challenging a lot of times than I do. They're more bothered, to use your term. And I'm like, oh, well, actually, this was pretty good, and that was fine. And I don't know, you build up this resistance a little bit to, it doesn't look like failure. It looks like something to learn from. Well, you're fit. Yeah. You know, you're you're buff. Yeah, you can handle tough situations, you know, and that makes you more confident about the future because the future is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's filled with surprises. But if you develop the confidence, it doesn't matter what kind of new thing I'm surprised with. I feel very confident that I'm going to be able to respond in a good way to what's happening. There's a great inequality among human beings in their ability to deal with things that catch them by surprise where they don't feel prepared for it. Mm -hmm. And some people, they immediately, in the moment, develop new ability. And the one ability, which I think is a permanent ability, is just catching yourself and say, okay, what's the best way to respond to Mm -hmm. this? Okay, there's another one of those surprises. There's another one of those things that I didn't see coming. Now, what have we taught ourselves from past failures? about when you're caught by surprise with something you're not prepared for, first of all, that you can control your response. Mm. You're not in control of the situation. You're not in control of the circumstance, but you are in control of your response because you've built up an ability to deal with this situation and you're in control of what you've created for yourself. See, Dan, that is such a great question. And I know some circumstances where you have asked yourself this question, which is what's the best way to respond to this. And where else have I done it in the past? So you're immediately reflecting where you have responded well. You've had control over your responses and you're bringing that forward. So one of the other aspects of which, so thank you for those great how-to takeaways. The other aspect of this is what you talked about also is your ability to be present. So- I mean, it's not like a passive state, it's an active state. First of all, you know, things are changing 
as you move from situation to situation and circumstances. And therefore, don't treat them like they're the same. Mm. When you leave one circumstance and go into another circumstance, don't treat the new one like it's the old one. You know, things have just changed. Things have just changed. One of the things we do so well in Strategic Coach is that every meeting has to start with a positive focus on the part of everybody else. And that cuts off this new situation from all previous situations. And if you have seven different people, they came from seven different situations. So what you're saying is what each of us was doing before this, it's not going to control what's happening right here. You know? mm-hmm. And sometimes it's necessary for someone to really, they're carrying a burden from where they were before they came in. And before you can start the new meeting, that has to be handled, you know. And ask them, so what are you really excited about? And said, I'm sorry, I can't say what I'm excited about because something bad just happened. So you let them say the bad thing. But if you didn't have the ritual, that would never have come up. And they would have looked like they were really, really negative to what was going on. They weren't really negative to anything that was going on in the new situation. They were just trapped in what happened, but they were bringing the negativity of the previous situation. This one, and you can't allow that to happen. This is so great. It's another reason why, you know, starting every conversation with positive focus is so strategic at Coach. And you've made this point many times, Dan. You don't know where people are coming from. It could be an issue driving in. It could be something with their kid. It could be a family thing. It could be an awkward interaction. Maybe they forgot a deadline. And it could be something really good. We have no idea of the emotional state. So people can be physically present, but emotionally, mentally, elsewhere. And the positive focus ritual. Well, the other thing is you're giving everybody an opportunity with the positive focus to choose that they're going to be in control of their response. That's basically you're giving everybody in the meeting the opportunity to choose to be in control of their response. I have never thought of it that way before. Mm -hmm. I hadn't either. (laughs) That's what I love about our conversation, Stan. We can't talk about the positive focus again without talking about the gap and the gain, you know, where the positive focus allows you to get out of a gap situation where it did not go according to your plan Mm -hmm. or what you thought and into the gain of progress and saying something. It actually is that finding even the the positive and the negative experience of your day. Because when you've had one bad thing happen, it overshadows the five good things that happened, mm-hmm. right? And so it puts it back into perspective when you can include the positive along with the painful. I think that's a pretty key insight for me, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have sort of a constant response, you know, that just accompanies me from the time I get up in the morning you know, until I go to bed at night and that what's happening is not about me. Right. It's not about me. You know, it's not about me. I mean, if I'm feeling discomfort here, it's not like somebody was out to make me feel uncomfortable. It's that, you know, my previous experience is just not adjusting well to the new experience. And it's my job to get on top of it. It's not anybody else's job to make me comfortable. It's not anybody else's job to make me feel confident. It's entirely my job to adjust to the circumstances. And I can choose to do that or not choose to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's what living in the present means, is that you're choosing to 
improve yourself so that you can be skillful in a, a new set of circumstances. That's what being in the present. It's choosing. It's just constantly choosing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing about your mindset, Dan, there is you don't take things personally. And actually, this ties into our previous podcast, but I didn't think of it then, is when, you know, it wasn't actually aimed at you. You know, <laughs> world was not designed with you in mind, but allows you to not take things personally because that creates a whole other emotional path to go on. And that actually gives you more of that freedom to choose, which is a very interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The whole idea of things are not about you allows you to not take things personally, which just means there's so much less to be bothered about. It's not about you. <laughs> So that frees you up 100% to be actually involved in what is about you. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. In your own yeah, personal purpose. Yeah. If everything's about you, then there's very little that can actually be about you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you can be focused on your own personal progress. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. great. As always, Dan, a fascinating and insightful conversation. Thank you. Thank you.